0: Hello and welcome to the refresh from Insider. I'm Carrie Donahue in for Dave Smith.
1: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Wednesday, August 3rd, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news all day, every weekday. Here's
0: the latest. Voters in Kansas overwhelmingly turned out to keep abortion legal in their state. Nearly 60% of voters rejected a ballot measure that would have all but outlawed the procedure. Insider's politics team was up late watching the returns. John Dorman says it's a ray of light for Democrats. They can look at this and see that, you know, turnout can be high for these particular issues. And they can also motivate some voters that may not traditionally vote for Democrats,
2: may be pro-choice and feel as though the Supreme Court went too far.
0: And Insider's Grace Panetta says voters just generally don't like sweeping changes to the status quo.
2: And when voters, even in quote unquote red states, actually see the consequences and the real world impact of abortion bans, when it's put to them directly, they don't necessarily want that in their state. And I think that this is gonna be a huge challenge for the anti-abortion movement going forward.
1: The Biden administration has filed its first lawsuit to protect access to abortion since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June. The suit aims to block parts of Idaho's near-total abortion ban, which will take effect later this month. The DOJ says the ban would prevent doctors in emergency rooms from performing medically necessary abortions, denying patients potentially life-saving treatment.
0: Just after Speaker Pelosi landed in Taiwan Tuesday night, China's government announced it'll hold military drills in the waters around the island starting Thursday. Beijing demanded foreign ships and aircraft not enter the area around Taiwan during that period, which Taiwan calls a blockade in breach of international law. If China were to go a step further and move ships or aircraft into those areas, it would amount to an invasion of Taiwan's territory.
1: Robinhood says it's laying off just over 20% of its employees after already cutting nearly 10% back in April. That's about a 1000 people who are now out of work as the investment app struggles to keep its pandemic popularity. Its daily active users tumbled a whopping 34% in the
0: past year. The economy's in a bit of a nightmare scenario right now, at least according to Citibank's chief economist. Insider's Phil Rosen explains. He
2: says there's a 50% chance of a global recession thanks to declining demand and soaring inflation all over the world. He's focused on stagflation, which is high prices paired with low growth.
0: Phil writes Insider's 10 Things Before the Opening Bell newsletter.
1: Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens, so check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, we dive into a growing conservative push
0: to rewrite the U.S. Constitution. Mark Fincham won the Republican nomination for Arizona's Secretary of State in Tuesday's primary. Here's what you should know about Mark Fincham. Donald Trump backs him. He's a supporter of the 2020 election lie that there was widespread voter fraud, and he's called for the decertification of the 2020 election results in Arizona. Oh, and Fincham was present for some of the events on January 6th, though he says he didn't actually go inside the Capitol. And here's what else. If elected, Fincham will oversee Arizona's elections for statewide and national offices. Warner
1: Brothers is killing off Batgirl the movie before it ever sees the light of day, even with big names involved like Michael Keaton, J.K. Simmons, Brendan Fraser, and singer-actor Leslie Grace in the lead role. The studio decided, based on feedback from test screenings, that the film was so irredeemably bad that it won't go to theaters or stream on HBO Max as originally planned. The studio is willing to take the $70 million loss, making it one of the most expensive of movies to never
0: be seen in cinematic history. Vince Scully, the legendary announcer for the LA Dodgers, died Tuesday. He was 94. Scully was an icon at Dodger Stadium, broadcasting from the booth for nearly 70 years before retiring in 2016. He was known for his storytelling and colorful language and began every game with the same iconic words. But it's time, it's time
2: for Dodger Baseball!
1: It's fire season, and while extreme heat and bone-dry tinder fuel the fires, the National Park Service says 85% are started by careless people. Take a recent wildfire in the foothills of Salt Lake City. Police say a 26-year-old hiker sparked the Springville blaze while trying to burn a spider with his lighter. Does this make him a spider lighter spark igniter? Sorry about that. In any case, he's been arrested. The fire burned through about a square mile earlier this week and is fully contained.
0: There's a growing movement among some big name Republicans to rewrite the U.S. Constitution. That sounds a little Founding Fathers territory, doesn't it? Well, it is, or it has been, but if enough states vote to hold a convention of states, just like the original Constitutional Convention in 1787, conservative legislatures could propose lots of revisions to the Constitution. It hasn't happened in more than 200 years, but if some members of the GOP get their way, it could soon. Grace Panetta covers politics for Insider. She says this all comes down to Article 5 of the Constitution, which you may be forgiven for being a little rusty on. So, Grace, what is Article 5 for those of us who maybe have forgotten our U.S. history? (laughs)
2: Well, it's not a part of the Constitution that comes up very often because the Constitution hasn't been amended anyway in 30 years. But essentially, Article 5 provides two methods to amend the Constitution. Either Congress, uh, both houses of Congress can pass an amendment, or two-thirds of the state legislators can call a convention. And in either case, any amendments that come out of either process need to be ratified by three-fourths of the states. Convention proponents will say that the entire concept of a convention is a check on Congress and a check on the federal government. It's an avenue for states to take back that power and constrain the federal government in a very direct way.
0: I'm also sort of imagining, I don't remember in from my history books who got invited to the convention, but I feel like, do should I get my horse prepared and my tri-corner hat <laughs> ready to go? <laughs> Yeah, this is another interesting component
2: is that the states get to decide who goes to this convention. And because Republicans control most state legislatures now, they would control most delegations to a convention. So it would be dominated by conservative interests. But again, there is that still high bar to passing out amendments and then actually getting them ratified in the states.
0: Okay, I'll tell my horse to stand down for now, but... (laughs) For now. (laughs) uh, Right, you never know. So what is the likelihood of this happening? So we don't really know,
2: but it's probably not imminent. It's very, very high bar to get to 34 states to call a convention, and then even higher bar for amendments that would come out of a convention to actually be ratified. The group that currently has the most momentum behind them, Convention of States, has 19 states so far that have passed their call for a convention. So they need 15 more. And
0: that's, that's a pretty tough uphill battle. Mm-hmm. And who are some of the biggest folks behind this? Who should we be paying attention to?
2: Yeah, this movement has really taken place behind the scenes and under the radar. But the reason why it's notable is it's not just people throwing out ideas, right? This is a very organized, concerted effort so one of the biggest proponents of this movement is former Republican Senator Rick Santorum. He's a senior advisor to a convention of states and has done a lot of work sort of behind the scenes pitching state lawmakers on this issue.
0: This is the opportunity the founders gave you, state legislators. They gave you the power to fix this country. With all due respect, how dare you not try?
2: Um, Another figure who has supported the convention movement is legal scholar John Eastman, who we now know from his role in trying to overturn the 2020 election results. And there are a lot of big conservative media personalities who have backed this idea, one of them being Mark Levin, Sean Hannity of Fox News, Ben Shapiro have all endorsed the convention of states movement. So it's both politicians and media figures.
0: And what do you think their motivation is? What are they saying? Why they need this?
2: Well, they're really painting a convention in stark, really sort of existential terms. The founder or leader of Convention of States, Mark Meckler, said the movement has to be able to show people that they have a chance to get their hands around the throat of the federal government and put it back in the constitutional box. So it's part of this long-term conservative project of reducing federal power and
0: giving it back to the states. Right. And do you have a sense of what's on their wish list?
2: So Convention of States movement has three planks. It's reigning in the fiscal power of the federal government, so on things like taxation in general, um, reducing the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, which is a very broad mandate, and imposing term
0: limits on federal officials. If there is a convention called to rewrite the Constitution, is there a chance it would backfire against Republicans? Because it's not just Republicans who would show up for this, right?
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. And that exact fear is a big reason why This movement has struggled to gain traction, even in Republican controlled legislatures. It's not a neat liberal versus conservative issue. There are a lot of conservatives and, you know, right wing Republicans who are afraid that a convention could just open Pandora's box of changes and ultimately weaken constitutional rights.
0: Why do you think the average person should care about this? How does it matter to us?
2: you know, for two reasons I think it's worth caring about. And it's that this is another avenue where Republicans are investing in the long game. And they've done that successfully in installing a conservative supermajority on the U.S. Supreme Court. And they've done that successfully over decades in locking up control of state legislatures, which is now paving the way for this convention push. And it's also getting a lot of big money behind it. Um, Convention of States has gotten support from groups connected to the Kochs, the Mercer family, uh, conservative super lawyer, Leonard Leo. So this is in space to watch in terms of the conservative long game. And that's why we should care.
0: Mm -hmm. Grace, thanks so much for chatting with me. Thank you so much for having me, Carrie. Grace Panetta is a senior political reporter at Insider.